Hello everyone and welcome back to You Get The Gist. I'm your host Dirty, still recording from Rhodes Island, Greece. And yeah, I just am going through a lot of things as everybody knows. And I kind of start to see the light at the end of the tunnel. It just really takes some effort to see that at the end of the storm, the uh, sky is going to clear up and the water will be clear and slow again. But when you are right in the middle of the storm, you just don't see a way out. You just don't understand how can I survive this? Like, why is all this happening to me? And why is like the sky falling on my head? And being in such a traumatic place in your life, being at this breaking point is just opening the door for the breakthrough. We all know that saying, the breakdown comes before the breakthrough. And if you have been there before, kudos to you. I was there before and I'm being there again. And that is absolutely fine because whenever you are on your way to opening up a new chapter, this is exactly what's happening to you. Better say, what's happening for you. On the one hand, I really love being this spiritual person that really thinks a lot and has intentional action in what she's doing but on the other hand i sometimes i was talking to some friends right or i was just like observing people i don't know that well they just don't seem to be bothered by their issues that much like me and i was like why does it seem like i have so many more problems than everybody else and it just reinforced the thought that I am really the protagonist of my own movie, so is everybody else in their movie, and that is how you actually never know what is going on inside a person. Or my mother used to say stupid people are happy, intelligent people are not, because they know too much, and I just really kind of laughed it off whenever she told me that, but it actually does have a hint of truth in it. I'm not saying people that are not spiritual are stupid or that I'm the most intelligent person because I'm not. But whenever you are ready and you are open to new knowledge, to new wisdom, that is when sometimes you will find out the truth that hurts and that is not always pretty. It is nice to live an illusion and to go on with it to kind of just ride the wave of your illusion thinking that it will bring you to absolute bliss at the end of the rainbow but it will most definitely not and it's going to be even more shattering when you find out that your illusion that you thought of to be your reality is actually falling to pieces and you are left with nothing to avoid being in this situation you have one indicator in your life that will never lead you astray. And that is your intuition. It's your gut feeling and it is your deeper inner knowing. I am a very emotional and intuitive person. And so I am in sync with my inner world. I listen to it. I acknowledge every feeling because every feeling is here to come, to pass and to go again. Teaching us something, making life feel alive to us. And so every feeling that we have, if it's sadness, if it's happiness, it's none of them is better than the other. Because every feeling is individual, every feeling is here for a reason, and it's just us giving for example, sadness, a bad connotation to it, even though it is absolutely not bad to feel sad. I have made the mistake recently to not listen to my gut feeling, to not listen to my intuition, but to listen to my friends. 
I'm not saying that my friends are giving me bad advice or are trying to lead me astray. I am just saying that everybody has their own experience of life and that everybody is very different. So whenever you take advice, even if it's from this podcast, if it's from another peer, from another friend, maybe from your lover, anybody in your life besides you, it will be different because everybody is talking out of their own perspective. Almost nobody can be really objective with this. Even I am not objective objective with my advice to you. Um, and so at the end of the day, you will know what the right decision is by your intuition and by your gut feeling. A month ago, I just knew that one of the biggest decisions that I made would actually be the wrong decision. And now a month later, it just turns out to be exactly that, the wrong decision that I made. But I have gotten the advice to just be patient with it and just wait to see how it turns out. And being a person that has never been patient in her life and has always kind of made decisions off the bat, which also correspond to my human design chart, which is a manifester. And we talked about that in another episode about decision making. If you want to check that out, if you want to find out how to make the best decisions for yourself, I have not listened to myself and I have took everybody else's advice trying to go a different way but it was here for me to learn that listening to myself and that my inner knowing is deeper than anybody else's advices that I got to listen to. Another factor that makes it very difficult for us to decide which way to go is when we have to decide between holding on or letting go. I'm sure you know that picture of the hand holding a rope that says holding on hurts more than letting go. And then you see a hand that doesn't hurt anymore, that's not struggling anymore, that has let go of that rope. So that is the lesson we're going to take from today, that letting go, even though you are afraid to, or you think that it might be the wrong thing to do, if your gut feeling is telling you to let go It's going to be this shock at first, but it's going to be relieving right after. And it's going to, well, it's going to come in waves. You're going to regret it and you're going to think, but it was for for the best. But if you have this relief at the beginning when, when the situation just happened, then also your gut feeling telling you that it was the right thing to do, you will know that, yes, it might have been difficult to do, But it was, in the long run, the best thing to do for me and for those around me. If you have difficulties trying to be in sync with your gut feeling, don't worry about that. We can get that fixed as well. So basically, when you are not in sync with your inner world and you don't know if whatever you say to yourself or or what your reoccurring thoughts are, if they are for your better and your highest good, then what you need to do is to find ways to reconnect to yourself. That is an indicator of you living out of sync with your authentic self. I am currently living out of sync with my authentic self because I am not feeling the greatest. And if I knew how to, if I knew myself better, I would feel better. I would be in a different position in my life. And it is defeating to realize that you maybe don't know yourself as well as you thought you do 
but maybe it's just a phase of you of intense learning. And that is a wonderful thing that should be embraced. So don't give up when you are hitting a wall. Don't give up when you feel like the ceiling is falling on top of your head because it is not. It is happening for you and it is happening for your better and your highest good. My ways of trying to reconnect back to myself is in the first place isolation. So if you have too much influence from around you, if you um, have a look on what you consume on a day-to-day life, on a day-to-day basis, what kind of social media you consume, what kind of lifestyle you have, what kind of eating and sleeping pattern you have, you will most certainly see that some things may be not the best decision that you have made. Also, what about your daily habits? Do you have any? Are they good? Or are your daily habits something like, I need my morning coffee? That's not a daily habit. That's you consuming something. And you have to find out for yourself if that is the right thing for you to consume. But if you have a daily habit of reading, let's say at least five minutes a day, if you give yourself the time to nurture your mind and your soul, um, are you going to feel better? Yes, in the long term, you will. So if you need to isolate yourself, let the people you love know, hey, I am trying to figure myself out a little bit. I'm not ignoring you. I'm not doing this to hurt you. I need to be here for myself. I need to stand up for myself, set boundaries and redirect myself so that I can be there for you too. But if you have an empty vessel, how are you going to fill other people's cups? With with, with what? basically with with air, it's not going to work. Many of us love to give, love to nurture, love to be there for everybody else around us. And we love to solve other people's problems because that is how we can forget about our own problems. That's how we can distract ourselves from our own issues. It is this false sense of pride that we are being the savior and the hero for everybody else. We are the anchor we are the shoulder to cry on for those around us we are the strong friend but at the end of the day what are you for yourself are you playing the victim to yourself are you just crying yourself to sleep every night because you are so overwhelmed by your problems or are you actively sitting down with yourself maybe journaling down your thoughts and your feelings to find out where is the deep root of the cause of my feelings, of me not being satisfied with what I have in my life, with what I am in my life. What do I want to be? Who do I want to be for myself? So find that out for yourself. Go in an open dialogue or monologue, better say, with yourself. Be completely honest. Go deep. And that is how you find out what is the problem in the first place. The second step is that you don't think about the problem, you think about solutions. Okay, how do I solve this? That is what you have to do everywhere in life, not just with yourself, but with yourself, you seem to only focus on your issues, on your problems, and you just don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. But now you have to make a way towards the end of the tunnel for yourself. Maybe for you, that is focusing on your food and your eating pattern. Maybe for you, it is going to the gym regularly and really pushing yourself physically. Maybe it is that you start meditating every day 
that you start going on longer walks through the forest every day. It could be literally anything that nurtures your body and your soul. Preferably, it will be a mix of both so that you understand the duality of this, that your mind and your um, like your, your soul and your body are one and you shouldn't just feed one because whenever the other one will be hungry, you will be out of balance again. So you do have to nurture both at some point. So just start doing something physical and something spiritual for yourself so that you keep the balance at the same time. The last thing I'm going to talk about today, we're going to keep this one a little bit shorter, is that you come first. It is so egocentric to think that it's only me, it's only about me, it's my life, the world revolves around me. But in order to heal and in order to be in sync with yourself and be on the right path for yourself, there has to be egocentric phases in your life because you have to be there for yourself. I cannot put enough emphasis on this. If you are not ready to be the best person for your friends, for your partner, for your family, then you need to isolate yourself to go on a construction site that is called your better me and to put in the work. I have noticed out of a physical thing that I tried, some gymnastic trick that I tried to do, a bridge kickover, I always wanted to be able to do it, but I always said, I can't, my back is not flexible enough, um, I don't have enough strength in my core, I just can't. So I was always thinking, oh, it would be so nice if I could, other people can because they're more flexible. So I was looking for excuses then in the second step after like being sorry for myself that my back isn't flexible enough. What kind of bullshit is that as if you cannot stretch it if you don't have any back problems with your vertebrae, you know what I'm talking about. And then after looking for excuses, um, years passed by, honestly years passed by, until recently I was just like, you know, I kind of have a bit more time on my hands, let's just try to really train this for a couple days. If I tell you, as soon as I put in the work of trying to do a bridge kickover, I actually managed to do one on day four. I managed to do a bridge kickover, not from, from the floor, but from a step on day four. And now on day five and six and seven, I'm going to try to do it from the floor. And from there, I will progress to try to do it from standing and then going uh, back in the bridge and everything. So upgrading from there. But the point is, I was so surprised at seeing how quick I actually succeeded at something that I told for myself for years, years on end that I cannot do because I just didn't put in the work. That is literally the point. Most of us try to say, oh, I will never be able to succeed. I will never be popular. I will never be rich. I will never be beautiful. I will never have this wonderful relationship, this house, this car, this job. I will never, 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 never say never, bitch. Come on. So basically, have a little bit more faith in yourself. Even if you don't if, even if you don't really 100% believe it, fake it till you make it, go through it, try to push down your emotions a little bit if they're overwhelming you and if they are, if they are paralyzing you in not putting in the work and then just 
physically or mentally put in the work do it and you will see the progress will come so much quicker than you have ever thought that it would come so let's just recap everything that we have learned today first of all the breakdown comes before the breakthrough you have to see that at the end of the tunnel there is a light and if you don't see it you have to put in the work you have to get up off your bum and start walking towards the end of the tunnel so that you start visibly seeing the end of it stop being paralyzed and overwhelmed by what is happening in your life stop being a victim or playing the victim role and just feeling sorry for yourself because that will not take you out of the tunnel that will not bring you back to sunlight and also sometimes it is better to let go than to um, keep close to you so even with your fears let them go even your doubts let them go it is life is about letting go in general so if you try to control and to just put a stop to how things are flowing of course you're going to get hit by the next wave and so you're going to be overwhelmed and you're going to feel like drowning that is what has happened to me that is what i'm sure has already happened to you before in your life or maybe you're going through the same thing as of right now so i think that this episode or this chapter in our lives that we are entering with this new energetic year since um a couple months is really here to change us and is really here to shape us into our best selves and this year is definitely the year to put in the work so that we can enjoy the results of our work next year i'm not saying that you're going to struggle for a year but i'm saying you're going to have to hustle and to put in the work energetically physically spiritually everything you have put it out there in the world because everything happens for you not to you everybody will be enchanted by your energy if you believe in yourself all right guys so if you love the pod at least half as much as i do then don't forget to rate it on spotify and apple podcast leave it a review if you feel like it give it five stars of course and share it on social media share it with those around you with your mom with your friends with everybody and i want to thank you for listening to today's episode it has been a pleasure for me and i think that at the end of this episode you got the gist Bye.